Straw Hut Media. Oh, there shit. she is. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, you look so pretty. Dang it. <laughs> I got all cleaned up for you, Brandy. Okay, before. You look gorgeous. <laughs> Brandy. I can't do my own hair and makeup. It's just ridiculous. No. I don't know what you guys see from what I see. You look clear, Ryan. And I Not look even my Brandy, TV is turning on. Yeah. Brandy doesn't look clear at all. No, she looks so blurry. Yeah, there's still a huge delay. Fuck. From Straw Hut Media. <laughs> this is Brandy Glanville on the film. You people and you. Hey. <laughs> it's just weird that it's there. I know. We've well, never done this like this. No, it's bizarre. And now Buddy's decided to get chipper. That's fine. Just having a moment. Woo! <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, I can't, can't not look. If you can't tell, but I am laughing. No, I know. It's good that you have your mask on. We have all of the windows open. There's a dog here. That's important. Why the dog? Because <laughs> <laughs> if people want to know why it's squeaking. Oh, got it. Right. Yeah. Um, today we have the best interview coming up with my friend and the most beautiful housewife of all. It's ridiculous. It's She's ridiculous. a supermodel. Yeah. And her name is Cynthia Bailey. She's a badass bitch with a very calm demeanor. She's yeah. always together and she's just fucking lovely. Do you think that she like well? I don't know. Like, she is so put together. It's like, it feels like I can't imagine, like, well, yeah. if she gets angry, like, I she doesn't really get scared, angry. She, like, writes a, she writes a friend contract. She did, like, she had a little moment with Portia where she, one of them kicked the other one. It was not good, but it was an accident. It was like accidental. Oh. But she, um, no, she's a mellow yellow, but yeah. like, we need her because everyone else is fucking turned up on that show. <laughs> it's good so to have balance. We need balance for <laughs> sure. We need Auntie, Auntie Cynthia Bailey that packs the pork yeah. in the bag for her boyfriend or her oh. fiance when he's coming home. It was so sweet. She packed the pork. They were out of town. It was like the first day of the trip. <laughs> She's taking a leftover bag. I love it. I know. All right, let's get her on here. This beautiful lady. So you're all caught up on the episodes? Yeah, I mean, I watched them already, but I had to go back and rewatch <laughs> just because there might have been some wine involved when I watched the first time and I yell at the TV constantly. So, <laughs> yes. Oh my God, girl. Auntie. Aunt, oh, aunt. I know, auntie. Yes. I was like, aunt, I, pr- I aunt. think I probably would have been an auntie on that trip too. <laughs> that was a lot. Well, I really felt like, you know, I still have fun with the nieces, but at the end of the day, if I'm tired and I'm done, I'm like, okay, I'm tapping out. I got to go to bed. But, you know, I, I stayed for the after party. I did the party, then the after party, I just stayed for the after, the after, after party. So. Well, as being a newlywed, I don't think that you should have stayed for the after, after, after party. Okay. And I want to talk about that because I was trying to figure out what, what was appropriate, inappropriate as like for the actual bachelorette at my bachelorette party. It's my first bachelorette party. And I didn't know I was going to have one. It was a surprise. But anyway, are we on yet? Cause we're talking about so we've been waiting. She's been waiting actually <laughs> for me to get my shit together. Um, I'm here with the prettiest housewife. You are the most oh. beautiful housewife of all. Cynthia Bailey Hill. How- welcome. Thank Woo-hoo. you. Thank you, Brandy. Of course. Now, um, my girlfriend, Kristen Takeman and Josh Takeman, they said to tell you hi. I love them. I love them. I love them. Good people. 
Yeah, she's my second favorite prettiest housewife. Like you, you're number one, and Kristen's number two. So I just had to get that out of there a little bit of love. <laughs> Thank you. We love Kristen. She's amazing. Yes, and so girl, this season is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have so much to say because you know that your best friend Kenya is yes. like my worst enemy. <laughs> I know. I do. I do know that. Are you guys still? I thought you guys had somehow like maybe kind of patched things up a little bit. Uh, are you guys just maybe haven't seen each other? I, I don't know. I can't remember. You know, honestly, I thought we were going to, we worked together just recently on this um, show called Family Reunion. And I yes. thought we were going to be fine because it's been like 10 years. Right. And I walked in and, and I was on time and she was there before right. me. And everyone was sitting down and she said, first thing, Brandy, nice of you to make it. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? Look, well, here's the thing. I personally think after, I think there should be like an expiration. Like if you have yes. a beef with someone, I mean, basically you and Kenya don't really know each other. So to really have like an ongoing beef when you guys were never really friends in the first place, I think, you know, there should be some kind of rules. Like, okay, if we are working together, like you guys kind of have the housewife sisterhood, if nothing else, there should be like a respectful place for that. But, um, I personally don't have the energy to stay mad at anyone no. more than longer than like a year. Like I'm like, oh, no. when I see it, like, Hey girl, like whatever, you know? No, I was excited. I was like, I was like, okay, we're going to put this behind us. And then she was shady the whole day. But you know what? <laughs> I have to say, I love watching her on TV. She is such a great yeah. villain. Oh yeah. She's great. TV. <laughs> she is. She is good TV. You're absolutely 100% right. Uh, for me, because I find myself defending Kenya a lot. Yes. She's my girl. I actually get to see the non-TV Kenya, which is the TV that I know and that I love. And, you know, the Kenya that grew up without a mother and right. all those different things. So I, she appeals to me on a, on a less shallow level, you know what I'm saying? Those right. Stuff. So there's a balance for me, but you guys don't get to really see the softer side of Kenya. So I understand why people, you know, feel the way they feel. You know, I, I do, you know, I like, I, there's like a, a weird kind of TV thing. It's, I do think that she's, she's in a lot of pain. You can just see it. And I do have a part of me that feels sorry for her. I'm not going to lie, but then she'll pull out something really mean and shaky. <laughs> and I'm like, why? I was just wanted to give you a hug. But, you know, she is amazing TV. And it is funny because yes, I think she yeah. gravitates towards you. Tell me what you think because she respects you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I don't she think does. that she respects everyone else. Well, you know, I actually, I don't want to say I brought Kenya on the show, but when she first started this whole housewife process, I invited her to one of my events. It was an actual um, contest, Jet Beauty of the, Jet Beauty of the Week. Kenya was a Jet Beauty of the Week. Uh, at that time, she wasn't, I think they were, you know, considering, looking at her. You know how that process, you've been down that way yeah. before. Like maybe she was shooting a little bit, but she hadn't shot with a housewife yet. And I'm not really sure how interested Bravo was at that time, because at that time they were looking at other women as well. So yeah. I remember stepping in because I've been on the show for over a decade now. I and for, isn't that crazy? But we'll talk about that later. Um, but for me, I'm invested. I'm invested. I like that Atlanta's been number one forever, basically. Uh, I love bringing in new blood, new people. And I thought that she would be a good fit for the show. So I remember reaching out to her through a mutual friend, like, hey, what's going on? Are you, I've heard you were filming. 
you know, I introduced myself. I was like, look, check this out. I have an event. Why don't you just come to it? Why don't you just come? I'm going to make you a judge. And that way, the network will get a chance to see you with another housewife. She, she's like, oh, that'd be great, whatever, whatever. She shows up, shows her ass out, okay? Comes in, like I literally had to end up banding her from the Bailey um, Agency School of Fashion. She came in, but here she did the most amazing TV, but I was like, wait, I'm helping you. How are you gonna come and get into it with me? And I'm putting you on. So we got past that. And, you know, we've been cool ever since, but you are absolutely right. Absolutely right. Kenya is definitely great television. Yeah, no. Um, and it seems like for, you have been on for 11 years and that's, I mean, that's yeah. like, that's crazy that the, cause I've watched from the beginning. Consistently with that peach in my hand. I've never been demoted. Uh, let me not like brag too much. <laughs> <laughs> But I will say, honestly, very consistently, um, you know, I've never felt like I was in jeopardy. You know, it's always this crazy right. rumor. Every season, Brandy, without fail, is always all over the blogs, like Cynthia Bailey, you know, not coming back or getting fired, you know, um, yeah. you know, boring Cynthia, whatever, whatever. But I can tell you, never once has the network had to sit me down and say, hey, your storyline just isn't enough or you're not giving us enough. Like, I get my letter on time every year and this has been an amazing journey for me. And I feel like the secret to my success is I'm just me. I just sign up to be me. I'm Cynthia Bailey, whether you think I'm the most entertaining or the least entertaining. So I don't think there was ever an expectation we'd ever be the villain or turn into some crazy monster person and you know be mean to everyone or whatever it is. I do me, and I've always been super transparent to a fault, almost. No, but that's but that's life. why it works. Exactly. Because you don't, you can't have everyone on the show being a Nini or a Kenya, because then it's just everyone's yelling at each other. You need someone that's more zen, and you show, yeah, and you show us, you know, your struggles with your daughter and her going to college, and the ex-husband, and then the Peter. So we don't need you to be. Yeah. <laughs> Well, bloop like that. <laughs> no, I love that there are softer characters, and I feel like yeah. um, Drew kind of seems to me to be a little bit of a soft character. I don't know that she fits in, in my opinion, only because I feel like this is a hard group to deal with, and if you're going to be a deer in headlights, you got to have you got to have some strong zen to not get your feelings hurt. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. You know, it is. I will say Drew coming in, you know, first season, and you can relate to this, Brandy. There's nothing like first season. Um, you know, you, you come in, like, I literally was like, oh, you know, I'm a nice person. Like, this is going to be awesome. All the girls are going to love me, and it's going to be great. <laughs> and they literally made it seem like I was a crazy stalker, friend from hell. Like, I came in kind of as Nini's friend. Like, everybody threw me under the bus. They completely made my wedding a disaster outside of the fact that we were going broke. And like, I literally didn't even have money to pay the wedding planner. Like I was under so much stress and they didn't do me any favors. I'll say that. And after first season, I was honestly like, what have I done? Like, this is crazy, but it really toughened me up in a way. I was like, you know what? Screw this. If I put my second season, you know, they're going to see a little bit of a different side of me. But at the same time, I never wanted to lose who I was. I never want to play a character. I never no. want to be someone that, that I'm not. But going back to Drew really quickly, 
actually think Drew did a good job for her first season. Like, as things kind of play out, Brandon, you'll get to see a little bit more Drew. It's, it's interesting, you know, who kind of fits and who doesn't. Because I will say first season, I wasn't sure if I, I fit for the show, honestly. Um, I do know I gave you guys my truth. I do know I looked completely crazy and vulnerable and a hot-ass mess first season. So <laughs> usually... That's usually pretty good for housewives. <laughs> it's, it's relatable because people think that this is what bothers me because people think that because you're on TV, you're rich and right. you don't, you know, guess what? You can be famous without the money and that's actually worse than anything. Like I would rather be, have nobody know who I am and, and be rich. You know what I mean? But people just assume that you're on these shows and that everything's paid for, but no, you have to pay for your wedding. I have to pay for any parties I throw and people don't get uh, it's, it is, it's tough. It is a job. I mean, just trying to get the, like the lifestyle, you know? Right. No, no, it's true. And one of the things that I think why people can relate to me is because I'm not the rich one on the show. I mean, I've been over here for a long time. Obviously, I get paid very yeah. well to be on the show, but I'm not a Rolls Royce kind of girl. Like I, I really honestly, whether I was on the show or not, I would drive my little 2016 Land Rover that works fine. <laughs> I mean, I just recently got a new car, but I, I, don't, I get a new car maybe every three or four years. Because if nothing's wrong with my car, I'm fine with it. Uh, with that said, you know, if I wasn't on the show, I would still live on a lake if I could afford to. Like, there's nothing that I do in my real life that's for this show. Like, everything you see when this show is gone, because all things do eventually come to an end, I'm still, you're going to be like, she was just like that on the show. Because I do honestly give you guys my authentic self. And, and that's exactly right about the whole rich thing and whatever. It's like... I, I, I'm, I'm pretty simple and pretty like, I, you know, I'm the girl that people feel like, oh, if Cynthia's on vacation at this place, it's probably affordable. Right. Let me go and see where she went. Because, you know, and I feel like you like that as well. Yeah, I'm not about wasting money and I'm not gonna hire Glam. I mean, if I don't have to, like for me, it was different. My question I have to ask you really quick is that from your season one, okay, now you're on season 11, has the right. shooting part of it changed? Because I went back recently and I felt like it was so structured and people telling me where to sit and who to talk to. And before like season one, they're like, here, drop you off at a party. You just go in and, and every That's shit happens. And well, so I, I thought it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, for Beverly Hills, I, I don't know how you guys shoot, but for us, we pretty much, like, you know, they always say, hey, once you get there, we need you to ask about this, that, and the other. But for the most part, I kind of let the scene just happen. I show up on time. I'm the only one that actually comes on time to work. Because <laughs> I just have that modeling work ethic. <laughs> and right. It's never and I really think it's very disrespectful to disrespect people's time. Like, I really think that's crazy. But um. Yeah, we um, we pretty much get, you know, Atlanta is a little different. And I think it's probably like anyone that works on Atlanta, once they work with us, they can work with any other franchise because, <laughs> you know, we, 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 we're no joke. And we naturally just have all this stuff going on all the time, which is why, again, we're probably, you know, why we've been number one for so long. But I will say that what I love that's happening now, which I think has changed the game for reality TV, is we get to break the fourth wall all the time now because it's so hard. You know how frustrating it is 
to have to sit and defend yourself in a scene watching it back when there was a whole nother thing that happened off camera, which made you respond that way. And you couldn't really say, oh, well, actually, this bitch cussed me out two days ago. And then when I got in the scene, no, I wasn't really feeling her. And then if you don't tell that side of it, right. they just see you in the scene looking at this girl like she's crazy. So I think breaking the fourth wall is the best thing <laughs> that has happened to us. And um, I mean, I wasn't really, you know, too excited to find out that the cameras were still going at the bachelorette party because, you know, right. obviously move a little right. differently when they think no one's watching. But, you know, at the end of the day, I carried myself with the same, you know, class that I always try to. I mean, I did have a good time. Don't, don't get it twisted. However, um, I think breaking the fourth wall is something that is necessary for reality TV because our fans are not stupid. They're, they're like, well, what must have, something must have happened for Brandy to go in and act like this right. or Cynthia to go in and act like that. So I think it's, I think it's, I think it's good for, for reality TV. I do. I think it does help like fill out the story because before they were like, if it's not on camera, it didn't happen. And you're like, but then I look so stupid being so pissed (laughs) off at this person. And I can't say why I just look like a bitch. This is, it's just, I make it. No, I do think, I, I think that that particularly has helped. I just feel like, well, they did fire our main producer, um, after the season, which I, I'm, I like him. He's my friend, but I think that it was getting a little bit too, like, they're all actresses on my fucking set. Like they're all actresses and they were all acting. And I mean, you're a model and Kenya's an actress. And then who else is, an, um, what's her face is an actress. Um, the new, or Drew. Candy sings and, and acts and Drew came on as an actress, but Drew sings as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yep. you have a very talented group. I don't know if I was Candy because she doesn't drink. If I could hang, because I I would be okay. needing drinks all the time to be around your crew. I could absolutely not do a reality reality show and not have cocktails. Like if I didn't drink, like I don't think I could do it. But I like to drink, even if I'm not on a reality show. I don't have a lot of crazy stuff that I do in my life. So having a nice cocktail or two or three is something that I enjoy. Right now I'm trying to lose some weight for the reunion. And alcohol is like more fattening than a baked potato. So but I decided, I was just telling my husband this, I was like, you know what? I won't drink at home, but if I go out to dinner, anything socially, I'm gonna have at least one drink. Like I just can't cut it out of my diet completely. I, I can't do it. I don't even hmm. want to. Like, I, no, it's also I like right now with the quarantine, I think we're all drinking more than ever. And you, you know, you, you have your wine bar and that must be, it's probably close right now, but yeah, no, I mean, I can't drink before an interview cause it's one glass and I'm like, woo. Um, but no, like I, I love alcohol. I'm like, I'm not trying to give it up, but during the quarantine, I have had too much out of like depression and just not being going anywhere. I've gained like 17 pounds and I've never, I've never had this. Yeah, 22 pounds. And it's like hard. Like I just turned 50, uh, 54 last week. So, you know, the older you get, thank you, the older you get, like, I don't even feel like I eat that much at this point, but it, this shit won't move. Like, it's like, yeah. why? I don't, my scale, I I broke up with my scale a long time ago because I'm convinced that it's, a, it's malfunctioning at this point. It's crazy. But <laughs> Well, I just started getting back on my scale because I feel like, 
because I'm not eating much either. Like, I'm like, I had like chili yesterday. Like, that's all I had. What, what is this? So I started getting on every morning just to see it. Like, okay, I give myself three drinks at night and then like whatever meals I eat and I try three. to do something. You can't have three drinks, right? You have like one, one, maybe two times. Well, I'm a professional. <laughs> I'm, my name what, is, what do you drink? Are you a wine drinker? Are you tequila, vodka? Like, what is, what is your, your, your choice? Your drink of choice? So I love white wine and rosé wine. I don't like Me red too. wine. I love rosé. I don't like yes. red wine either. Like, that's like my least favorite. Yeah. Yes. And I, over quarantine, I started to go into the liquor cabinet because I wasn't buying. I was like, I'm not going to go out to the grocery store and get more wine. And I was making these vodka drinks and they were okay. But I just got hung. Oh, I get really hung over with hard yeah. alcohol. So, yeah. you know, my friends, they have these uh, vodka and tequila companies, so I'm stopped, but right. I, I really like my wine. What about you? Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I love wine, and same as you. I'm not a big red wine lover, but I love a good rosé. I think rosé is my favorite type of, type of wine. Um, I do, I don't like sweet, sweet wines, but I don't, mm -hmm. I do like, um, you know, something with a little bit of a fruity taste, like, you know, just a little bit. But um, I, I love um, Chardonnay's. Um, again, Rosé, I think, is my favorite. I, you know, I can get with like a Moscato if it's not too sweet. And I like sparkling, sparkling wines as well. Sparkling nice. white wines. I, I love that because I'm a carbonation girl. That's another thing. I love a good ginger ale. Like I love a good soda. So I had to cut all of that out because that's fattening as hell as well. No, oh. I know. I'm a, I'm a diet coker every morning. Like I don't even do coffee. I do diet coke. I just love carbonation, but it does Me make too. us like puffier. Whole, I don't know why. I think it's, it, it makes you blow, but I like the burp part of it. Like I like, I like to burp and it feels like it just <laughs> food. Like I love my favorite food is sushi. I love sushi and water doesn't go with sushi. You need some kind of like a sparkling water, some kind of carbonation to like deal with all that raw fish stuff. That's my theory. That's one of the reasons why um, I've convinced myself that <laughs> I have to have some kind of carbonated drink with, with at least that, or with a burger, like a good turkey burger. Mm. Uh-oh, who's this? Is that, okay. Yep. Okay, did you touch them? Okay, hold on one second, that was my husband calling. No worries. And now we return to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. How fucking exciting. Brandy, are you, are, are you doing Beverly Hills anymore? Because I felt like I heard you were back on, then you were off, and you were a friend. You were like, I can't keep up like, with my own. Yeah, you know, they. I'm like I say, like once a side chick, always a side chick. And once I, <laughs> it's the truth. I don't get to go back to girlfriend status ever. Because, you know, it's just, they know what, like, they'll, they'll give me the booty call money and bring me in and... <laughs> Then I do, I give them their season and, but it's just what it is. Like, you know, this season, they just finished uh, filming. I did not film this season. Yeah. So once it's a side chick, always a side chick. <laughs> I think that is hilarious. But you know, it's true because you never get back that girlfriend status. Like they'll call you up after for like, once you booty call, you're done. That's it. It's never <laughs> girlfriend again. <laughs> oh it's true. God. It's true. Okay. So we have to talk about your bachelorette party. Okay, let's go. Oh, okay, first of all, Bolo. <laughs> Jesus fucking. That is, is. I mean, I actually crossed my legs when I saw it because I was like, <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Like, I was like, ooh, that's going to hurt someone. That's crazy. 
that is a human bladder infection right there. That's a UTI all day long. That's a one yes. UTI. That's all that is. Um, so what do you want to know about Bola? So, so you didn't know, obviously, you didn't know that you were having a, uh, uh, it was a surprise bachelorette party. And thank God Candy took over because she had everyone's outfits like, like to the nine, to the max. It was great. Um, I know that you guys thought that I, I saw you on your swing. You looked very uncomfortable. I've never been on a swing. <laughs> I'm like, I was uh, like, what's is that? I still have that swing. I haven't used it yet, but we, we plan on using it. Um, Candy kind of gave me a, a little sample of how it's supposed to work. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, four months into my marriage, I've known my husband for three years now. Again, we both are, you know, certain age, so we're trying to keep it fresh and new. So I am the yeah. proud owner, owner of a sex swing, and I'm excited about using it. And I learned a lot. I mean, it was I was taking notes that night. It was a lot going on that night. I wish I could have been there. I would have been, I, I, that would have been my dream. I mean, it looked like it was so much fun. I was bummed out like that the cameras were still on when they made you guys think that they really weren't. I mean, yeah, it was just like shadows and stuff, but right. it's just like, you know what, like this stuff, we're just having fun. We don't want to ruin lives here, you know, like, right. and Portia, like, by the way, she's single. So whatever she yeah. wants to do, she can do. I, I it's just, it felt 100%. like, Right. So the next day when Kenya was like trying to get to the bottom of it, I'm like, no, let like just have some mystery because it is nice because, you know, it's going to come up with a reunion anyway, but it's all over the Internet. It's everywhere. Oh, yeah, for but, sure. Look, all, all of these ladies are grown. And I feel like at the end of the day, you know, regardless of what anyone decides to do or the choices or whatever, it was truly, you know, in Candy, Candy's words, a no judgment zone. And I feel like, you know, just the fun of, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately for the people that watch the show, anything that <laughs> happens in this group, we're going to talk about the next day. Yeah. So if you don't want us to talk about it, you might not want to do it in the house on the cast room. It just is what it is. It is how it works. So, um, you know, initially the whole little investigative thing, that was just a fun way of being like, um, oh, you know, well, what time did I heard somebody leave this time, whatever. But for me, as it went on and on and on and kind of went into that, like, shaming and, you know, uh, yeah. judging, like, I was like, look, I really don't care who slept with a stripper or how I don't how care either. Stripper. Like, go get it. Like, yeah, good for you. Like, live your best life. If you, that's what you want to do, do it. And, and I would never judge. But in Kenya's defense, I will say, if it happens amongst these girls, because it, it wasn't personal. Had it been right. me sleeping with the stripper, or God forbid, Kenya had slept with the stripper, <laughs> rest in belief, had Kenya slept with that damn stripper, then we would have had, we would have definitely been wearing her out, like for the rest right. of her life, for sure. So it wasn't personal. It just is just how it works. If it happens in the group, you know, we usually, you know, we talk about it. At least we can't act like, you know, we just don't not talk about it at all. Again, I will say, once it kind of crosses over to, you know, judging people and all that for me it's kind of like you know what it ain't that mm -hmm. deep for me i just was like girl give me the tea and hey i'm glad you had fun or what however you want to spin it i really don't care like i was just really glad that all the ladies had a great time like they went above <laughs> and beyond to make sure i had the most epic most memorable bachelorette party in the history of bachelorette parties like i literally have girlfriends who have married Mary calling me saying, I want to divorce my husband so I can get married again. 
so I get married again so I can have a bachelorette party and have candy throw it. Like I want seriously. Candy, yeah. like she handled it. And it looked like when I go out with my girlfriends, like we all, when we get trashed, and my bachelor party was not as fun as yours, I will say that sadly. <laughs> um, but we all make out with each other and it's just fun. Like they say we're waist up and like we're like all doing whatever and we're having yeah. a good time. And now I feel like the stuff I'm reading online is like all this judgment, like, oh, this person's bisexual. I'm like, you know what? They were having a good time and who cares if they were making out with each other? They love each other. Like it's, it was a bachelorette party. It's fun. It's not a big deal if girls make out. I just, it's not that, it's not that serious. Yeah, I, I agree. And for me, that's what I enjoy the most because I, you know, I'm the mother of a daughter who's fluid. Yeah. So um, mm. Lord knows I have no judgment when it comes to that. I've just never um, been, you know, in a group where I had beautiful women make out right in front of me that like, and right. apparently that's called being a voyeur. So hello, Boyer Club. Like when you enjoy, like for me, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, and it was like, wow. And then I really wish that I had Mike's ass upstairs to go and, you know, do what I do with Finish. after I watched my little live session happen. You know what I'm saying? So No, for sure. I had fun. Again, you know, I thought that part of it for me was like, you know, so many of the ladies, you know, swim in the lady pond, do whatever they want to do. And um, my daughter's fluid again. So Lord knows, I'm like, look, I am just here for the drinks and the- um, the <laughs> And the, the party. Yeah, the it was great. And, and you know what's interesting, Brandy? For me, again, this is my first bachelorette party. I didn't know I was going to have one. So I didn't really know what the rules are. I was literally getting married like two weeks after that. So- I didn't know what bachelorette be. I didn't know what was appropriate and what was in, what was inappropriate for me to do because I'm like, should I be on top of the stripper? Should he be flipping me on the coffee table? Like, what is happening? So I was just kind of slow. Lucky for me, my friends were very happy to take the heat off me and jump yes. right in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. They were very happy to like let you. I mean, I don't. I don't no, I know. I got, had a vibrator in my panties. They put that in there and it was like remote controlled. Like different people had the remote. So at any point my panties would vibrate. So that was, uh, interesting. That was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd be like, I'd be like talking to be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was hilarious. I love that part. And I thought, um, it was, I thought Portia was so cute. I think she's so adorable, but she was like, Amazing. all into him I, mean, I could have watched everyone everyone had their great outfits on I never have thought of Kenya in like a sexual way but I saw a complete different side to her rolling around I was oh, like yeah. okay oh yeah oh yeah I have to say actually Kenya's outfit the red was like my favorite and yeah. I definitely when I saw her doing her moves I was like eh, okay you're not gonna be single for long because if this is about how you're putting it down right then anybody's crazy not to be with you and as far as Portia goes Portia is like the one girl in the group that I laugh with the hardest like Portia's faces Portia's just so silly and crazy like they almost have to keep us away from each other like if we're traveling somewhere together I'm like Portia I'm not sitting with you because I got my makeup done <laughs> this morning bitch and I'm not gonna cry all these lashes off laughing with you the whole flight to wherever we're going and then when we land i'm gonna be looking crazy so stay the hell away from me because she and i are just like we she just cracks me up she's just so funny 
She is hilarious. I mean, I could, like, and the shit that she says is right on point. She's so, like, <laughs> it's just hilarious. It's like, I could watch her all day. Yes, you guys are great. Yeah. I like, I feel like if I was good to go on a road trip, I would want to go with you, Portia, Candy, only because she seems responsible and we would, might need somebody because I'm not, yeah. you're responsible yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, who, you know, yeah. I like the Canadian girl. I can't, Tanya, is that her name? Oh, Tanya, Tanya. Tanya. Yes, Tanya. I just think that she seems like fun and happiness and there's no evil side to her and I just really like her on the show I don't know yeah, why Tanya, yeah Tanya's a sweetheart she, she just has like a, a sweet energy and she really yeah. is she's like our little like in-house tech nerd girl who's just yeah. fabulous and just like you know she's but you know Canadians those Canadians are pretty hard to dislike like I yeah. haven't met a Canadian that I didn't like to be honest yeah, that's pretty true. Um, the new the the Trinidad girl. What's her? I forgot her name. With the oh, braids. Latoya, Latoya. Yes, <laughs> she is beautiful. Um, but I feel like she's doing Kenya's dirty work for her. You know that Kenya always decides she has to get somebody to kind of step in and and do. But well, I think um, that happens. Yeah, it happens a lot watch, on Housewives. Did you watch tonight's episode? No, because it's not on yet here. No, I have okay, to wait well, until five. You may change your mind about that once you watch tonight's episode because Tan Latoya kind of goes to the other side. Like she, uh -oh. you know, I think her and Kenya like organically connected. And I really like Latoya on the show because I think she is some good ass TV, number one. And yeah. Lord knows any and everything comes out of her mouth. And in terms of Kenya, um, I feel like she brings out like a younger fun fun side to Kenya because Kenya doesn't she's not a big drinker like she's pretty responsible too and all that stuff so I, I was just like wait what is going on you have a naked picture of Kenya oh what the hell is going on so no um, yeah she just kind of brings out a different side and for me you know for most of the season for me I was really focused on this wedding the whole time which was one thing after the other um doing it during a pandemic and you know making sure I was doing everything within the legal parameters and protocols and making sure everything's fine. So I was pretty much stressed out the whole time. And, you know, Kenya's going through what seems to be leading to a divorce at this point. Latoya was looking like she's getting divorced from her, her husband. I think they are separated or divorced now. I don't, I can't remember, but they were kind of in the same going through the same thing. So they kind of had that going on. And meanwhile, I was like, Oh, Mike, 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 I love Mike. It's so thirsty. I can't wait to get married. Like, so they were like pretty much at the end of their marriage and I was starting a new marriage. And, um, you know, I've always said this publicly. I honestly never thought I would ever get married again. Of course I've wanted love. Of course I wanted to meet someone and all that stuff, but it never had to look like or be a marriage for me. And once I met Mike, I just couldn't figure out why I wouldn't marry him. You know what I'm saying? Because right. he really is my, he's like the male version of me. He is my best friend. And, you know, at this point, not only do I know what I want going through a marriage and a divorce, I definitely know what I don't want. Yeah. And, and, and for us, it just, he's just a good fit. So I was like, yay, marriage, what, you know, like whatever. And then they were doing their thing. So I kind of like that she had someone that she can kind of connect with to kind of go through the different things that she's going through. Um, yeah, I, I thought know, that, I think Mike is so cute, especially when he was talking about the snakes and he like, when he was like, 
this little boy, I saw his little boy face when he's like, oh, he's like, so we're in the home of the snakes. They're down here. And his face like literally went into a child. Like I could see the, the baby Mike. I was like, you are a grown man, but you are so cute. Um, so it's funny because I say uh, that I don't want to get married again because I don't, but I would look, I would love somebody to change my mind. You know, like what happened with you. Like I, I say, like, yeah. I don't see it in my cards, but right. unfortunately Steve Harvey set me up a couple times and it did not work did out. Oh, yes, man. girl. A couple uh, of times? Yes, but I didn't take, so because his show's in Chicago, I didn't take right. it seriously. So I went to do the show and I was just joking with the guys and I was making fun right. of them. And, and then he's like, okay, we're going to have you back. Or do it one more time, Brandy. But right, like right. a long distance relationship, I was like, mm. and then I see you and him and, and Mike. I'm like, I should have taken it seriously, damn it. Right. But you know what happened with me? It's so interesting that you said that because when, uh, first of all, my PR team like completely advised me not to do the dating pool. And I know Steve and his wife. So I was like, you know what? They were like, oh, you know what? We don't really think you really need to do that. I mean, you know, whatever. I was already on like Rhea and I was having a lot of fun on Rhea. <laughs> but I, had been, <laughs> I bet any, anyone serious who was like, you know, emotionally available. But it was it just served its purpose because after my divorce, I needed to just be ridiculous for three years. I needed to just do me and whoever else I'm going to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> However I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like I needed to just, be I just need to let loose and just yeah. not focus on anything serious and just kind of get back to me and I did that so when it came up on the show and it, I was never even supposed to do the dating pool the crazy thing is I was on the show doing some housewife press and of course they're like oh let's get an update on her her relationship life and I was like oh you know I'm actually still single uh I'm on a dating app and then she's like what the hell are you doing on a dating app no you don't need to be on a dating app Cynthia Bailey don't need to be on a dating app I got plenty of boys I hook you up with, so I was just like, well, if you can hook me up there, hook it up, because, you know, so far, you know, this yeah. is what it is, and uh, it ended up, I ended up doing the dating pool, and I told Steve out the gate, I was like, look, so check this out, if I don't like any of these guys, I'm not going to have to get stuck with some guy that I met on here, like, if I don't like them, then what happens, he's like, then we bring, you know, we do it again, and we do it again, same as he told you, so I kind of went into it, like, Literally, I had a date with someone else the same night. Like, right. like you know, I, I was still dating. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I was open to it, but I didn't really expect to meet anyone, to be honest, that I was going to really right. uh, be with. And, and at the time, you know, Mike was like interested. He, like when he, when they told him, he was like, well, you know, I'm kind of good in these LA streets. I don't really need to be hooked up. But once he found out it was me, he was like, now, wait a minute. Who is it? It's Cynthia Bailey. Now, now, I have never met her before. Maybe you know, it's <laughs> fun to meet her. So we both kind of went into it like, oh, okay, we'll just see what happens. And it just worked out for us. But to be completely transparent with you, it was a slow burn. It wasn't. Uh-oh. Yeah. Sorry, go, sorry, that was off. Okay. I don't know why that happened. That's okay. But to be completely transparent with you, Brandy, it was a slow burn. It wasn't like I saw Mike, I was like, oh, well, this is it. This is, I'm, we're going to get married and live together happily ever after. Like, it was kind of like, oh, okay. You know, it's like, this guy seems like a cool dude. You know, he seems like someone I can put on the list to hang out with when I'm in LA, you know, between. I was going to say, because he was originally, he's originally, he's in LA, you're in Atlanta. So that was probably good in the beginning because you had to take it slow. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And 
and he wasn't in a rush. I wasn't in a rush. We didn't force anything. It just was kind of like, it just kind of played out kind of slow. And then I remember when he actually came to visit me in Atlanta, when he came to Lake Bailey, I just remember, it's so crazy because, you know, we had started talking on the phone and then we had started doing the FaceTime thing. And then we only would FaceTime and, you know, he then it was like, he was like, okay, you know, his mom lives here, his brother, most of his family lives here. So it's just kind of like crazy. I grew up in Alabama. He grew up in Alabama. He's from New York though. I went from Alabama to New York. We had all these crazy things in common. But I remember when he came down my driveway and, you know, I went to the door and he walked in and I was like, he sat on the couch and I was just like, it just, I can't explain the feeling. It just felt, he, he just felt comfortable to me in my house. Like it just felt right. Like I was like, God, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with this guy, but I feel like he's going to be in my life for sure. And, and it just never felt like, I don't know. I feel like with me, I don't know about you, with, when it's not right, I can kind of tell right away. And it's, oh, yeah. it's just different things. Like when he walked in, it's like, like normally if a guy, even the way a guy walks in can turn me off. Like I, yes. I really am like, uh, why do you have to walk I'm in the like, same. like the way he walked in? Like, I don't even like his shoes. I don't like, like little stuff that just kind of becomes bigger things. So Mike just always felt like, oh shit, this guy, I, I really kind of like his energy. He was very comfortable, very secure with himself. You know, he's a whole person. I'm a whole person. I, you know, he didn't need me. I didn't need him. But the fact that we ended up wanting each other was the fun and the yeah. excitement that that got us to where we are now. Ah, oh, well, you guys are so cute. You give me hope because at this point, I'm like, I'm going to grow old alone because I, I find so many things I don't like. If I don't like the voice, the voice is so important to me. If I don't like the voice, nope. I mean, you might have everything else, but I'm just, it's hard. And you know, LA is, is a yeah. whole oh, LA's different. the worst. The worst. So it's like, LA I get the all these guys that like, they, oh, they yeah. have d no money and it's, ugh, it, I don't need money, but I don't want to pay for someone else either. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? exactly. That, that was me. Like, I don't, I didn't need to marry like a rich man, but I'm right. not looking for a broke one either. Like, I'm nope. like, can you at least have a home and a car and you know, all the, you know, the basic things. But I will say LA is a hard place to, to date. It's a hard place to, to meet, yeah. um, well, I don't want to say quality people, but it, it just, it, I found no, it's it true to be, though to be hard because for me, you got to realize by the time I was actually divorced, I was 50. So for LA, I was like a dinosaur walking around. You know what I mean? Thank God. You know, I don't look my age, but no, um, you look like you're 25. So that's good. But I'm 48. So I'm not a spring chicken either. So it's hard. It's just a, yeah, you, look you know, good. it's a hard scene here, but like you, yeah, but I, like I'm saying you. Like, no matter how good you look, they're still, like, soon as, you know, you say, because I'm not going to lie about my age, it's like, mm -hmm. you can Google me. Like, it's like, and I'm right. lie anyway, because I really embrace my age, and I think I'm a great representation of older yeah. Black women. Uh, I think I, uh, I think I do, I look pretty damn good for 54 years old. So. You look, um, like I told you, I said that you're my favorite, the most beautiful housewife of all, and then Kristen's number two. And I mean that, because I will rate everyone. Because <laughs> I love to judge people, it's my favorite thing to do, but... <laughs> Um, no, I really do. And people say, I don't judge. I'm like, you do. We all judge all day, every day. Shut up. Um, I really enjoy it. I have to ask you this because I know, I'm sure you get this a lot. Are you talking to Nini at all? No, not really. I will say that uh, I did invite her to my wedding and um she didn't come or or respond so i kind of you know for me 
you know, Mimi and I were really, really good friends. And I loved her and I still have so much love for her. But I think we've just come to the end. But, you know, for me, I just really wanted to still kind of be in that, like, you know, it's like if you love somebody, you just love them. You just can't be like, oh, yeah. love is all gone now. Right and now it's like I'm going to erase you from my memory. And, I, you know, we have so many good times and so many uh, fun memories, memories together. So I don't know. This is such a great, she saw me go through all my hard, miserable times. So it just kind of sucked that, you know, right. although we were where we were, that she couldn't, that she wouldn't be there to celebrate where I am now. But um, I'm good. I have the closure closure that I need and, and I wish her well. Um, you know, actually one of the reasons why I wanted to invite her is because after I met Mike, she was one of the, she was like the first person I called. I was like, Hey, I'm with this guy. I'm Steve Harvey show. I'm not really sure, but he, I mean, he's kind of interesting. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I sent her a picture of him and you know what I mean? So she kind of met Mike in the very early stages. So right. to be a part of that um, memory with me and then not actually see us, you know, it all come together and us get married. Yeah. That was kind of, you know, sad because I would have loved in a different world if we were friends and she could have been there. I mean, she probably, she would have been in the wedding if we were still friends. So, right. but anyway, it is what it is. And, you know, again, I, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I have the closure that I need and I, I wish her well. Now that, that you always take the high road. I'm like down here on the low road and I find the, an <laughs> off the route, the ramp. I will go, but I just, I felt like when I was watching, she really didn't treat you properly. And I felt like it was very similar to the way Lisa Vanderpump and I, we had this really close loving friendship, mm -hmm. but then it was all about them all the time. Like it could never just be about you and your story or me and my story. And I just, I just kind of likened it to like, I felt like I was her sidekick and I felt mm -hmm. like Nini treated you just me watching as mm -hmm. her sidekick mm -hmm. instead of yeah, I, an actual whole person that you are. And, and you kind of allowed it because we all saw after that, you know, after that all popped off, you mm -hmm. found your voice and you were like, I am not going to lay down for anyone ever again. I'm going to speak mm -hmm. my truth. And I think that that was like when I was like, yes, go Cynthia, you can do this. <laughs> because I just wanted you to be like, have a last yeah. laugh and you're, you're having mm -hmm. it. I mean, you wish, you know, her to have like everything and do well and all of that. Mm -hmm. And look at you. I mean, you're beautiful. You're married, like everything you're working. You have all like your wine bar, which I know is right now the pandemic, it's probably closed, but yeah. you have your drinks yeah. and all of the Bailey's, the agency, all of it. It's just yeah. like, I think because I believe in karma, but you are always so you put out kindness. And I think that because of that is you're getting it back. And it's the world saying, Cynthia, thank you for being not like all the other bitches on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, look, like, you know, I, I can understand uh, why you feel the way you feel. A lot of people felt that way uh, about my relationship with her. I really don't even really like to even talk about her talk that about much it. because I definitely don't want to pull her out of her bag. <laughs> like, All right. I got it. We can, we can say what I, I just appreciate everything that you had to say. And I will say, um, you know, the one thing I will say is people don't, everything you see on the show isn't always exactly how it is behind the scenes too, because I, I really don't want to just be friends with a bunch of assholes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like if, 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 it wasn't, if they weren't, if there wasn't some kindness and some balance to it, uh, I wouldn't, you know, want to be friends with someone who, 
who didn't respect me or treat me with treat me with the same kindness and just showed that same reciprocity. So um, I'm just gonna leave it right there and just say that I'm, is perfect. I'm, I'm good. I'm good where I, where I am. And um, at the end of the day, I think that you know I'm all about love and light. Uh, I think that light always beats out darkness. Uh, I feel like every time I just stand in my truth and just be Cynthia and just um, love, just love, love people that don't even love me. Pray for people who pray for people to be uplifted, who pray for my downfall. I stand by that because I feel like at the end of the day, you know, I'm covered. God, God has me. What is for me is for me. And I don't want anybody else's stuff. I know who I am. I know what lane I'm in. I know that there's things that women on my show, the ladies on my show that they're right for, that they're going to get, that was never mine to get. So I don't worry about that. I just said my little happy lane over here, Lake Bailey, now Lake <laughs> Bailey on the hill, but my husband, you know, our kids are great. Like I am good. I am yeah. okay. But no, you are, I mean, you're, fa- you're fabulous across the board and you're real. And I feel like that's what people just love about you because you're not going to, like you said, you're not going to, even though you have the money, why I would like, I have a 2014 Range Rover. I love it. She, I named her. Her name is Shayla. She's my buddy. I love her. She keeps us safe. Right. I am the same. Like I, even if I had the money, I don't know that I would right. ever, I'm just not that person. I didn't grow up that way. Yeah. So, and I think that it Thank is you. nice to see somebody who, you know, like I, we, you modeled, you're still modeling, but like, you know, I traveled, I had a suitcase and I, it was like, I was poor. I was getting an apple a day, hopefully if I could in Paris, you know, for fashion week, it's like, Oh, it was, you know, I struggled, but at the same time, I always worked hard. And I feel like because we see your work ethic and the fact that you're Mm -hmm. always going and pushing and you're not, you're not pretending to be like super rich or this person that is untouchable, you know, because I just can't, when I, someone's faking it on these shows, I can tell immediately. I'm like, that's a rented car. That's a rented, like she borrowed that from a stylist. Like I know immediately. I'm like, it's just. I love authentic people, and I think that you're amazing and authentic, and I, I know that you're coming back out to L.A. soon, right? I am. I am. Actually, my husband just got a new job, and eventually it's going to really uh, force him to be in Atlanta full-time when the world open, opens back up completely right. because the studio, like, he'll actually physically have to go into the studio. But for now, he's able to – actually, this is part of his studio background, and there's, like, a TV, and it's all kind of, like, equipment and stuff. They actually came in and built this whole thing yesterday here so we he has matching studios um but we still go back and forth uh we spend a lot more time here when we can just because i it's just easier for me and he can kind of work from from here so right um i think atlanta's gonna be home base uh, uh, eventually but you know mike really loves la and so do i so i'm not gonna like say hey you gotta sell your house and just really just settle down here i think he has to do that in his own time but the Lord is working with me. The Lord has found this man a job here in Atlanta. So, um, you know, we love the Lord and we, we're going to go with the Lord. And the Lord says Atlanta, that's what it's going to be. Oh, nice. I am so happy for you. And, and the reunion's coming up. When are you shooting the reunion? Uh, I want to say we're shooting the reunion the middle of March. I think I have about hmm. 20 more days to try to get 20 pounds off <laughs> a day. So yes, we are. And I'm looking forward to that because you know, Atlanta was the first one to actually do the first virtual reunion, which was a complete stressful nightmare because yeah, I'm I not a technical it. person. 
I didn't even know what a Zoom was before the pandemic. <laughs> like they literally shipped a box to our house. And this was early in the pandemic where like people like literally would throw the box on your porch and drive away really right. fast. Like no one wanted to be around each other. And I literally was just at the mercy of my kids and my husband to help me like figure everything out and and do it now. I'm like, you know, I got a ring and I got 20 ring lights over here. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I know. I got three. All right. <laughs> But I still don't know how to do it. If Ryan didn't come over today, I would have been like, you saw me yesterday the other day. It's like a mess. Oh, yeah. just, well, my, my assistant Chandler is like my saving grace. Like the poor guy, like, I don't know how he hasn't quit like a hundred times because <laughs> he has to, like, I do so much work from home now and everything's like dig, uh, virtual. Like he has to be here all the time. You know, when Mike's here, he can help me. But for the most part, right. like I have to almost hire like at least a one one man production company just to kind of help me keep it all together. But I was going to say we will actually be together in person because uh, we we can. Everyone's gonna like you know we're right. tested every week and they're gonna like fly us all in together and we're gonna be in our bubble and all this stuff. So we're actually able to do it in person, which I think is so much better than doing it virtually yes. because people move a little differently behind a screen than they do when their asses is sitting next to you or across from you. <laughs> yeah. It's just a whole different thing. So I'm excited for us to all sit down together and have the conversations and agree to disagree and forgive and not forgive or, you know, whatever it is that's gonna happen. Uh, although the reunions are super stressful, for most people, I actually yeah. look forward to them. For me, it's like, I'm a closure girl. Give me my closure. But you also get along with everyone and you kind of build our, like you you want, I, I I love Marlo. I think she deserves a peach. Please tell her. I told, I, I texted Andy. I'm like, give Marlo a fucking peach already. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, but I no, love Marlo, that you're about bringing people together. And it's so, for you, it's probably easy breezy, the reunion. Uh, hello. If you go okay. back, Brandy, remember last season was all about this whole snake gate thing. Remember all of that? And <laughs> yes, I, was I do. Supposed to be some horrible person that was supposed to be exposed. So literally, what did that mean for me? The whole season, I'm like walking around with like a knot in my stomach, like, what is getting ready? What? To what? What? What have I done? That's getting ready to be exposed? And like, why is this person saying this stuff about me? Like, what in God's name is going to happen? And then you know. Once the camera's up, you're thinking like, is this person in on it? It's like, like you're right. always thinking you're like set up and it's, it's such a, a terrible feeling. And that all played out all the way to the end. And then of course there was no, you know, it just all kind of fizzled out because, you know, I am not a snake. I have not done no, it. There was no, there was no recording. It was all fake. I knew that halfway through, exactly. I was like, if they're not showing it or giving a little like titch of it, they are making this shit up to make her look bad. And they're at the end, they're not going to have anything. I was like, I know this. I saw it. I just was like, this is yucky. I don't like it. Well, a lot of, but see, you, you have a different perspective because you're a fan. Right. You also have been right. on a show as well. So you know how it works, but you know that feeling of walking into something that's like, is this a you know, setup? Is this yep. where like, I'm going to be exposed? This is where like, have they, is somebody going to walk in the room that I don't know and be like, Oh, this Cynthia is a horrible right. person. And you know, like, I'm like, so for me, it was a very, last year was very, very stressful for me. Um, I'm sure. You know, the year before that, you know, when Kenya wasn't off the show, I had my big Seagram's escape, my uh, delicious peach bellini launch. And then I had a whole thing with my friend at the time and Kenya came and she didn't tell me she was coming and this and she came and then it made it seem like, well, it appeared that I knew and I was like trying to like act like I didn't know and it was a mess. And then I had to 
And this again, this was before we could break the four walls. Right. So it was really hard for me to defend um, like what looked like what's coming out of my mouth. I'm like, uh, I did not know that Kenya was coming. She told me that she was not coming. So when she walked in out, honestly to God on everything, was shocked that she came. Now I knew that Candy was gonna try to get her to come, but when I asked her, she was like, no, 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 no. You know, it was just a lot involved that you guys right. didn't know about with her not, you know, coming back. She probably was like, I'm gonna surprise her, don't come. Like, you know, I I get, I mean, I felt sorry for that whole thing, but they that's when I think they started to break the fourth wall, like with the microphone and then Eva and the, and the parking, like all of that. It all, all just, like, stuff, I yeah. feel like it. they figured out finally that they needed to do it. Because otherwise, we're all just fucking assholes and no one knows knows why. (laughs) No, it's true. It's true. And I just remember thinking, like, you know how it is. Like, I don't know how it is for Beverly Hills, but, like, we see, before we go to the reunion, we see all the rest of the episode. Yes. And I remember watching the last one, and I was like, oh, my God. And then, like, the call time was, like, 6 a.m., and I was like, this looks crazy. It looks like I intentionally set my friend up and this is like i you know was friends with this woman for years like i know what will piss her off and what won't piss her off so right. i'm never going to intentionally piss this woman off so right. it just was crazy and but it made it look shady so you know but i said you know what and my husband said babe just go and stand in your truth and all you can do if you know they're going to believe you or not believe you and i just prayed about it and let it go and it's so crazy because i remember being sick that reunion just like so dreading it and then when i was like after shooting it was one thing and i was just like look believe it don't believe it i don't really give a damn this is what it is and you can take it and do what you want to do with it and i meant it and i i I meant it with i meant every single word of it and um it's so crazy how it all ended up playing out because i was like dreading for the reunion to come on i was like oh god it's this that and the other And it just ended up, well, actually, when I went to the reunion, I didn't realize all the other issues that other people had with other people. And, you know, a couple of people had my back. And I was like, wait, because, you know, you never know who's going to have your back. You really don't. But you, because you really feel quite alone, you know, at the reunion most of the time. And I just was like, you know, the other girls are going to think I'm like some horrible person now. And I I was a mess. I was a mess. But I sat there. I put my dress on. I put my little wig on, my lashes on. (laughs) And... I just stood in my truth and that's all you can do. I mean, that's all all you can do do. and let it go. I let it go. And then when the episodes came on, I was like, you know, then you have to go on Instagram and see like the trolls and everybody lighten you up. And I'm like, Oh my God. But I actually, I would go up, pick up my phone and be like, Oh God, what are you saying? And it was like, it was okay. And then I was like, okay, part two, let's see what's happening. It actually just ended up being okay. And I think for me, I have to always just be me because right. you guys that watch, everybody that watch the show is not stupid. I think regardless of what you guys see, the essence of my character, my, my integrity, my spirit speaks volumes. Uh, I don't think anyone thinks that I'm secretly some horrible person who just no. wants to take everybody out. So um, thank God my, my character and my class, you know, helped me out. So people can no, absolutely. I don't think anyone ever for a second um, thought that you had done something just to be mean. I just don't like, right. I don't, yeah. that doesn't, that's not something that you would do. I mean, we've watched you for 11 years. You don't do that. So I believed you. I always believe you. 
And I just, I just felt like I know going to the reunions, we have a chunk of time after we last shoot. And then you get all of those, those, um, DVDs are like the episodes right before. And so then you start thinking and you have to like get in fights all over again. It is the most stressful thing. I remember telling Andy Cohen, I'm like, I'm not going because I just thought I was going to a shooting range. I'm like, I'm not. He's like, well, then you're not getting paid. I was like, all right, I will be there, but I am not. I go, I'm going to sit there and I'm not going to say a damn thing. He's like, oh, sure. Okay. And he knows me. He knows I'm going to pop off and go crazy. But I did not, like, I felt like I was walking into a firing squad. Like, I did not want to be there. And it was so stressful just to think that all of these women spend their time or maybe didn't, but like, I felt that way, like trying to figure out something that could take me down or look bad that I could do. And I just, sometimes I just wish that everyone could get along, but we know that's not good TV. No, that doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the good news is we get along, so that's good. That is and, good. That is good. And thank, I want to say thank you so much for doing this today. I know that I had the internet mishap and all the crap. And I just, I really, really want to say thank you because this is huge for me. And um, I just think you're awesome. And tell Mr. Hill, I look forward to meeting him when you guys come to LA. I will. Absolutely. And, um, you know, congrats on everything that you have going on and your kids and, you know, uh, I just wish you the best. And when I saw your name pop up on my 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 schedule, I was like, oh, I'm doing Brandy's podcast. Okay, cool. I was excited to do it. And all my best to you. Please stay safe and healthy. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. All right. You will. All right. Thanks, babe. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, babe. Bye. All right. It doesn't, it's not, does it always, they don't always have to rhyme. No. No, yeah. whatever you're, whatever you feel inspired by. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, speaking of, before we go into it, uh, how did you, how did you feel about the interview? Are you Cynthia's? Yeah. I, I could talk to her for hours. I think she, she's just one of the most down to earth people, and her beauty matches the outside, matches the inside. I like that. Yeah. She's Are gorgeous. you? She seems nervous for the reunion. What do you th- it's nerve-wracking. The reunions are really difficult. And, you know, there's a lot of pressure going in because you don't see all the episodes and then you watch them and you get mad over again and mm. people have time to do recon and try to take you down and murder your life. Do you think she's going to do some, like, research? No, and, like- she's a sweet, mellow person. She's just going to go and speak her truth. Yeah. But people, they do. Like, they do try to dig up stuff about your past. Mostly Kenya, so. But isn't that the whole show? She's not just good. the reunion? Because she's got Kenya on her side. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's sitting by the devil. All right. Okay, here it is. All right. Today's haiku. Haiku. Pretty things I really like. A volleyball set to a spike. Set to a spike. (laughs) And Cynthia Bailey Hill I like. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week, and if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.